Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Yep. Um, team updates. Well, first of all, you know, hopefully everybody had a good uh, holiday, good Christmas, good Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever everybody celebrates. Hopefully everybody had a good one, a safe one, and a happy one. Hopefully got a, everyone got a chance to be around family. Team updates. I mean, we have very, very, very few guys that are here, man. Like, I mean, you know, there's a couple guys from distance that didn't go home and spent some time with some teammates. Um, but most the majority of our guys are away, obviously, at home, and they'll be back. They'll be funneling back in here, actually, on Tuesday and, you know, getting ready to roll with, you know, building the 2024 season. From a coach's standpoint, we were actually at a camp this morning. Um, there was a camp over in uh, over at the University of Minneapolis um, where the Gophers uh, play. They had a camp of about 50 kids, 25, 26 kids, so nobody really that we're looking for the 2024, but it's good to get your eyes on um, you know, the 25 and the 26 class, actually some 2027s were there too. So myself and one of our other coaches was over there to, uh, to this morning, but that was good. It was, it, it was actually kind of cool to get back and get back into coaching and talking about backpedaling and transitioning and eyes. And so it was actually kind of fun for me. Was, I mean, it was really for the kids, but I was like, dang, you know, I, I miss coaching already. So that was good. Um, and, and obviously recruiting, you know, we got a kid coming on campus next, next week. We got a couple of kids coming on campus next week. And then, um, and then we have, you know, a big recruiting weekend on the 13th. So, and then obviously the 20th and 27th. So we're busy. We're ready to we're rolling. That's what I'm talking about. Well, let's jump into fan questions. We'll begin with Mike, who would like to know. He says, Coach, have you? I know you have made a point of not making wins and losses the standard for success, but do you have a mark you would like to see the team reach in terms of victories for next year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and again, I – to just, you know, it, the the best thing about this is, you know, we've been together for a while and, you know, you want to be transparent. I mean, for us to take the next step, you know, winning six games is, that would be a, that would be a huge deal for Hamlet football. I mean, I, I got it written up on my board, in my whiteboard. I walk in there every morning, you know, the last time this played, last time we've won six games at Hamlet was 1995, man. I was, I was 15 years old in 95. Hopefully there's not a lot of mathematicians on this, listening to the show because now they can tell my age, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But, I did, that's, that's, that's important, man. To have a winning season is important. So, you know, to get to six, and again, you know, being realistic, man, you know, we haven't had a lot of success from a record standpoint, had a lot of success of, of, of building program and, and developing young men, which I feel very proud of. But, you know, you want to – that's the next question, man. Is, is, how do we win six games around here? And then obviously, if you can win six, you got a chance to win seven. You can win seven, you can win eight. So, and that's how programs stack and, and go. So, yeah, that, that's a fair question, and I don't want to dodge it. So I want to answer it honestly. So, yeah, winning six will be – that would be awesome. Coach Taylor meant he was five years old in 1995. So <laughs> yeah. correct that number. I wish. Correct. <laughs> I wish. Correct that number. Uh, next up is Cindy who would like to – who says, could you give us your keys for who you think went each of the big playoff games this weekend? Man, I'll tell you what. Alabama right now is – hitting on all cylinders, and the, I think this is the best coaching job that Coach Saban has done, just based off of, you know, their early loss, because usually he'll get into the media and tear guys down, and I was watching this specifically. He got into the media after their early loss, and he lifted guys up and talked about the positives, man, in a game they shouldn't have lost. I shouldn't say shouldn't have lost, but in a, it was a tough game, but, you know, Alabama, they, they, they expect to win everything. So I would just say, man, be careful of Alabama. And, man, that Texas-Washington game, whew, I'm really excited that, that they put that one last, man, because 
I don't know what's going to happen in it, but I'm 50-50 on it, really. But I'd love to see Washington win it. But I'm, a, I, I, you know, but Texas is one of those schools where it's like you always want to see Texas do well. So, so that's a tough one. But I want to see. I'd like to see Washington squeak it out. They're both. I, I hope they're both. They're, I hope they're both going to be close games. They should be. They. Well, I don't, we don't want to see a blowout in 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 in, in, the, in this uh, in these in these final four. So, so I'm going Absolutely. Bama and yeah, Bama and definitely Bama and Washington. All right, right on. Randall would like to know, do you see the, the repercussions of what happened at Michigan having any impact on their ability to win against Alabama? Uh, no. I mean, I, I do think Coach Harbaugh is that good. I mean, even if, you know, all the allegations, whatever they say were going on, I mean, they got Alabama scouted out. It's going to be a good game. I mean, I can see that. I can see Michigan winning it. And with my heart, honestly, if you really want to know my, my real opinion, like, I'd love to see Michigan win the whole thing, to be honest with you. Being a Penn State guy, Big Ten guy, I'd love to see Michigan win one. Because the last time they won one was 97 with Charles Woodson. I remember. No, I'm sorry. That's, that's a lie. Yeah, last time Michigan won, but the Big Ten won with Ohio State. But I remember Michigan uh, winning in 97, so I'd love to see it. Uh, but I think Bama's tough. But I don't think there's going to be any repercussions. It's going to be a good game. They're both good ball coaches and hardball. He'll have his team ready to go. I think you might have just answered this question, but Derek would like to know, what is your favorite college football conference to watch? After, I'm, I would have to have said the, the, um, the, the Big Ten, because, you know, growing up as Big Ten, Big East, wow, but the Big East is no longer. After going to watch Minnesota, after going to watch Kentucky and South Carolina, I think SEC is, I think that's it. And I saw that live, so, and that's, First time, I've, and I've seen a bunch of Big Ten games live. I saw SEC game live, and I, I'd have to say SEC. Definitely the SEC. Our buddy Andre returns, and I do want to say up front is that he told me he's enjoying being real brief in his questions now. So, um, so, so, his, so his question for this week was, he says, got a little reprieve. Do we hang on to the top record in the division? <laughs> First and foremost, Dre. Dre, Rob and I have been together, I think, nine years. Dre, I feel like you are one of the first fans that we've ever had. So I want to just say thank you for hitting us up every week. Um, I told you it's, you know, one-week seasons, Dre. So we got the win against the Giants. We got to play them again, and we got to play the Cardinals. So, you know, let's, let's, let's make sure we, we got to get singly focused in on, on the Cardinals. This ain't going to be an easy game. Their head coach used to be our – I think either defensive or offensive coordinator. I think our defensive coordinator. So this is going to be it's going to be a tough one. So we got to get this next one, and then we'll we'll go from there. So I'm just excited. I was able to sit down and just zone out and watch the Eagles play and get a win against the Giants. Who I'm not a big fan of the Giants organization because obviously we're Eagles fans. And so we got to find a way to we got to find a way to beat the Cardinals though. So so Dre, let's uh let's put the good vibes out there. Bill says, terrible calls on the NFL last weekend. I'm wondering how you deal with bad calls as a coach. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. So before every game, I always talk to the officials. Not that I'm trying to butter them up, but, one, it's a, it's a tough job. And I acknowledge it's a tough job. I acknowledge that I know you guys ain't trying to mess this, mess this thing up. And, you know, when there's a call, because there was a call that had a great example. We're playing Bethel. Right, it's, it's third quarter. The game is a little out of hand. You know, we don't. You know, it's tough for us. It's going to be tough for us to win. 
they missed the call on our sideline. You know, a kid basically, I would say targeted, but took a shot that he didn't need to take on one of our players. And the referee came back and said, Coach, I missed the call. Man, I had so much respect for that guy. I had so much respect for that guy because he was like, I messed up the call. And you know what I said to Rob and everybody was listening? I said, you know what? Some days we have – I said, sometimes we have bad days at work too. And we, and we smiled. And it was like – so it happens, man. I mean, it happens. It, it's, it's not – it's unfortunate. And nobody's trying to miss a call. I hope – hopefully nobody's trying to miss a call. But that has happened to us. And we just try to be respectful to them guys and know that they're, for the most part, they're not trying to mess the game up. So great question. Brad would like to know, when you're watching football games on TV, are you ever able to turn off your coaching hat? No, always looking at time. So it's actually worse, which, yeah, it's actually worse, especially <laughs> when you watch it, especially when you're watching a game with like around friends and family. Oh, it's the worst. It is terrible. It's, it's actually, it, it, I'd rather watch it in my basement by myself because, you know, I'm always thinking about time management and, you know, should they have ran the ball there? Should they have thrown it? oh, that was a penalty, do you decline it, do you take it? You know, you listen to all these people talking, and they just don't know what they're they, – I shouldn't say that. Um, it's just very interesting <laughs> watching a game with uh, people that, that don't make – that don't do it for a living. Let's put it like that, and let's, and let's leave it like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. You always want to try to get better, and you always want to try to evaluate. And what would I do in this situation? Do you go for it? Do you kick it? Like, I'm always – you know, I'm thinking about that stuff constantly. So – that's why I'm excited to get ready. I'm, I'm watching this Rutgers game right now because both of these coaches, well, I'm getting ready to watch the Rutgers. Both of these coaches are defensive-minded. Um, they're, they're grinders. They, they, they build themselves off of tough, tough-minded tough teams. So I'm excited to see how, uh, how these guys play. I think Rutgers is up right now. So I'm excited to see who, who pulls this one out. I just learned now that if I'm ever watching a game with Coach Taylor, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Edgar would like to know, he says, you went to that great internship last year with Kansas City. Are you going to be at an, or excuse me, with Pittsburgh, I'm sorry. Are you going to be at an NFL internship this year? Um, no, like I said, when, you know, the internship is obviously for, for, for the younger coaches to kind of get in and learn. And I'm fortunate to, I've been fortunate to do it three years in a row. And the only team that I really wanted to do it with, with the only team I wanted to do it with was um, the Steelers. So, to apply for that again, I'm not going to do that. Give an opportunity to somebody else. But what I will do is, with the context I've made, I want to go back out to Pittsburgh in May or April, when, probably May, and just really just sit and learn and watch again with Coach Tomlin if they allow me. You know, but that's, that's part of it, too, is, is making those connections with the coaches on that staff. And I've made some good connections, so I would love to get back out there and just sit. But to, to do the official internship, no, I'm, I'm not going to apply for another one of those and then uh, and do, but I would like to get out there and sit with those guys again for that, you know, for if I, yeah, for whatever amount of time they allow me to come out there. Absolutely. Jenna says, both the men's and women's basketball teams down in Daytona, how do you see us performing down there? I'll tell you what, I actually looked at the lineup. Um, I, think we're, I think our girls are playing Wilkes and Stetson, I believe, or maybe the men's are playing Wilkes and Stetson. I think those are good teams for us, man. This is a big – these are big two games for us. Um, shout out to, to, to both coaches and, and, and both programs. You know, want to make sure that they well, – not make sure. I would love to see them do well. You know, I'd love to see them both come back 2-0 because when they win, everybody wins at Hamlin. So I think it will be good matchups. I think the teams are pretty evenly matched, meaning, you know, we're not playing any powerhouses, but they're not teams that aren't good. 
and we're south. We're I think we're both five and three right now. So it'll be good for us to get. Uh, it'll be good for us to come out two and zero. Oh, but it's going to be one game at a time. Tina asks. She says you've talked about in previous years about how New Year's Eve is your favorite holiday of the year because you get to refresh and start a brand new year. What has made you appreciate this year more than other type? Appreciate this holiday more than others. Wow, Tina. Well, first of all, the fact that you asked that question lets me know, let us know you listen to the podcast. So that's pretty cool because that question has come up a lot of times. Of what's your favorite holiday? And it is New Year's because you get a chance to start over. Um, but you know, for the most part, it's just all about you know reflecting on the year and trying to you know see what you did good, what you did bad, and what I'm really appreciative of this year is. You know, we wanted to be a better program slash football team than we were in 2022, and we were. Um, not obviously our final expectation, right? It wasn't a winning season. wasn't a playoff season, right? wasn't a Mayak championship season, but we got better, and that's something that I'm very appreciative and excited about, and we got to stack and build and try to figure out a way to get over that hump. Sal would like to know if you make New Year's resolutions. You know, uh, I wouldn't say a New Year's resolution, but there are – there are some things that Coach Taylor has to change up, man. We I got to change up a couple things as far as you know, just just you know, personally, professionally, um, you know, just you know, mentally. There's a lot of things got to change up. So absolutely, now so I wouldn't say a New Year's resolution, but there's things you definitely got to change up. Absolutely. And what are our final words of wisdom for the year? Well, listen, I would say this. You know, I'm very appreciative of the uh, the platform that you know Rob is. You know that we've been able to. Um, generate through our friendship. So I'm very appreciative of that, very thankful um, for being able to continue to be coaching that college football, right? Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I say, I coach a sport. I coach football for a living, man. That is a blessing. So very appreciative of that. I would just say this, you know, everybody that listens to this show, you know, just take some time, you know, within these next couple of days, whenever this airs and whenever you hear it, have a happy new year and, you know, think about, you know, how you can get better. Think about what, you know, you could do better from 2023 and try to take it to 2024 and don't take the bad things from 23 to 24. And let's try to make sure we have a, a great 2024. So happy new year. Beautiful. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining me and happy new year to you. All right. Happy new year. Thanks for listening.